Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast where we talk about everything American, sometimes things about Samoa. Welcome, Johnny Rage. Is that the cookie Samoa we talk about? That's called a callback in comedy when we talk about last week, we talked about Cookies, tagalongs, Samoas. Samoas. Gosh, why do you have to bring food up? I just, you know how much I adore food. Tell the fans, the listeners, the flock of Amish, what you just enjoyed right before we fired well, you, up, fired you, up these powerful mics. You call it a Swiss cake. I, I call it uh, a Swiss roll. I think is a, a generic term. Swiss roll. I, I remember these as ho hos. I thought, what's the difference between the ho ho and the Swiss cake? But I did enjoy its chewy, chocolatey, ooey, good sugariness. Just prior to this powerful, powerful broadcast. It's very healthy because you watched it down with Diet Coke. Thank you. Question. Ho-Ho was an archer. Do you remember that? No. There was different. There was ding-dongs were the round ones, and Ho-Hos were the cylindrical. You know, and they're territorial. You cannot go. Two of my favorite treats are the oatmeal pie. Was it hard to narrow it down to two of your favorite <laughs> treats? No. these. I, it was very easy. Oatmeal pie. And a zebra cake, okay? I love both of those. And there's sometimes, it's kind of like a white castle. You can't get them fast enough, so you race off to the store. You may not have known this bit of information, but you come here to the podcast, you get all this information. You cannot get, you can only get them at certain stores. You cannot get a Little Debbie product at a holiday or a, it's or no, Super America, but how, whatever. Did I, anything ha- bad happen to Little Debbie? Did she like grow up to do porn or anything? I'm just worried. Well, you know, it was you know co- how child stars, it never works out well. Yeah, I haven't heard anything other than, no, I haven't. I hope it worked out. Well. I know they're still in business, so things probably worked out pretty well for her. They didn't get bought out, did they? I hate when companies get bought out and then it's some new, and they, well, it's, I think it's in just, name only. One of them just stopped. Remember some treat company? Hostess? Yeah, they're just done. How do you do that after No, I think they finally got years? bought out. No, 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 no. They said the Twinkie is done. But then you see... They'll call it a golden cake or something. Somebody tries to reproduce it. I never did like the Twinkie. Did you enjoy the Twinkie? You know, it was one of those things you were kind of, no, I never did. It wasn't No, I always wanted chocolate. No, you want the chocolate. Yeah, Twinkies were not good. And just like uh, Peeps for Easter, the Peeps chickadee things, the marshmallow thing, those are terrible. Now, we're talking about food. I want to do a pro tip on, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but when you go to White Castle... Mm-hmm. powerful fast food restaurant with square burgers with holes. Mm-hmm. When you enjoy the White Castle, make sure to get it steamed if you put cheese on it. Okay. Because I don't like cheese. They'll slap a burger together, for example, somewhere, and then they'll just put cheese on it. Well, I want the cheese melted. Correct. I so agree. if you go to White Castle, mm-hmm. tell them to steam it, and they will steam it, and the cheese will melt. Well, wouldn't most restaurants or fat? I know Wendy's does this all the time. When especially when you go to the dollar menu, they throw the cheese on there, and it's still cold. It's terrible. That's what I'm talking about. So if you go to White Castle and have it steamed, it'll melt it for you. Well, I'm sure if you said the same thing at all these other various restaurants, they'd do the same thing. For but them. they get all overwhelmed. I mean, they, if unless it's got the little picture of the burger, they can hit the keypad. Yeah, we've talked about this before. But White Castle, if you go in there. At nighttime, it's one of the rare places that if you're drunk, if you're not drunk, they kick you out. <laughs> hey, we have a reputation to uphold. What are you doing in here sober? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> if, you, if you want a people watch, go to White Castle like oh, two in goodness. the morning. Yeah. You know, I wonder what the record is. We were talking about competitive eating. Have they ever, there must have been, I know we did it back in the day when I was in high school, a White Castle hamburger eating contest. I wonder what the record holder is. 
We need a Google boy right now on this moment. Let me ask you, Dags. How many have you eaten in one sitting? I'm trying to remember. They, they, the Crave case, how many is that, 30? Is they, have that the, they have the box, you know? Okay. I usually, I'll do like maybe 10. But I've never, I don't, I think we did that in high school. Did you compete in that? I did not, but I think you did. I did do it, but yeah. I fa- I had some epic fail. Like I ate right before it or something. <laughs> Just stupid. You know what I mean? Well, was it not like you thought maybe you weren't going to do it and then you decided? No, oh, I, I just figured, oh, I can do it. Or did you kind of panic and get scared? <laughs> no, I have no fear. People fear me. I have no fear. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you kind of got scared or something. I think what does you in or does me in are the onions. I can't believe it. I talked about this before. And you always overorder and you think you're going to scale back and save them for later. And then by the time you get home from White Castle, you reach in for that, what you think you, you should have four more. You're kind of doing a tally and you just keep pulling out empty boxes and you actually did eat the 12 hamburgers. It's, it's the smell though. The smell is God awful. I mean, if you bring that into your house or your car, your car just reeks of White Castle. I'll tell you the best food item out there other than the, I talked about the zebra cake and the oatmeal pie. White Castle far and away has the best breakfast sandwich. Have you had their the White Castle breakfast sandwich? No, I haven't. There's no White Castles near the barn here. Yeah. So I typically have them if we're going to go out and uh, cause some trouble in the town. Well, it's an unusual sandwich because typically, you know, you go to a Holiday Station store, Super American, they've got that prepackaged. Everybody rolls with the Egg McMuffin. I never saw the fascination with the Egg McMuffin. But White Castle offers you real bread, fully cooked egg, and you can get sausage or bacon. What do you mean fully cooked egg? I mean, typically the eggs are cooked, right? Well, what, I didn't, that was the wrong expression. How about a real egg? Not, now they all use that, that uh, powder stuff, or they use the stuff that comes in a container. It's an egg soy thing, a majiggy that McDonald's uses. Oh, that reminds me back in the day in our powerful bodybuilding days, I used to drink egg whites. And I would get these massive containers from the bakery outlet. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it's like you could clear out a, a room with that. <laughs> it's like tear gas after those things kick in. What was the reason for that protein? Is that what it was all about? Of course. Yeah. Everything's protein. Yeah. Anyway, so you've never had the White Castle breakfast sandwich, but I No, here, here's paint a picture for the listeners, okay. for the flock of Amish. Right. Everybody likes. Imagine it's like if you saw a rose before. Mm hmm. And you have to describe the rose. Okay. I want you to describe this beautiful breakfast sandwich. Well, this breakfast sandwich, what I really like when I eat toast, this is going to sound really stupid, but. Most things you say are. If you cut it, do you like it cut down diagonally or centered? Your piece of toast. That is a powerful question. It is. I mean, there's a lot to think about there. Mm -hmm. Because when you cut it in half, is it smaller or is it an optical illusion? Because the diagonal cut is a very sophisticated, elegant cut. Correct. Making the sandwich look that much better. And it's just easier to eat. And, and see, that's what I look for. When you get your toast at Perkins, it comes cut diagonally. And I like that because for dipping purposes, you've got a point on it. So when you go into that egg yolk, you can dip better. Oh, do you, do you violate the egg yolk? What do you mean? So if you have a sunny side up, do you stab violate the egg yolk and rupture it with the sharp edge of the toast i prefer to call it over easy by the way those are two different types of eggs over easy and sunny side up sunny side up never touches the pan the the egg the yolk over easy the name says it you flip it over very gently very easily so sunny side up is the yolk without the yolk ever touching the pan. Boy, that's some revelation you just exposed here. I just assumed sunny side up was your egg wasn't hardened. Because my family, other than me, they all want it flipped over and broken. They want absolutely no running yolk whatsoever. To me, why even eat an egg then, for gosh Exactly. Sakes? You want to experience the fluid. But that's what we get back to my toast. Do you, t- do you like to cut it down the center diagonally? Diagonally is better for dipping. And when, when you get the, the breakfast sandwich at White Castle, they're cut diagonally. And I like that because you can put it in your mouth quicker because it's more streamlined. I just like my toast for some reason cut in sandwiches also diagonally. It's very elegant. I 
Thanks for bringing that up. Right. Think, things to think about. So, Well, that reminds me, too, growing up. Did you guys have the hot dog buns, or did you use a piece of bread for the hot dog? Oh, that was, to this day, it depends. You look on top of the fridge, you'll see a hot dog in the crisper, and you're like, oh, I'm in the mood for a hot dog. And then do you have buns? No, well, you roll with a, um, a piece of bread. So, But generally, if we're officially having hot dogs, yes, we will get the buns. But if it's kind of an unofficial meal, where okay. hot dogs just kind of a filler, you reach for the bread. Okay, let me ask you this. Catsup? That's a funny way of saying ketchup. Catsup or mustard? You can't ask me. You're a fake news organization. I will not allow you a question. Oh, by the way, guys, no. we are number one. No, don't one. be rude. Don't be rude. We are number one fake news source. Your fake news source, your number one fake news source. You know, do you think Donald Trump would allow us in one of his press conferences? He might give us more credibility than cnn <laughs> and now from amish baby machine go ahead john what's your question <laughs> powerful Don't, let's get back to food and we and then we can the we can segue it. back okay. into the food, 80s food all right we talked about uh we're talking about white castle we're talking about probably the 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 three foods you only need in this world is the zebra cake the oatmeal pie and the breakfast sandwich from white castle this all started because you said you like the way they steam the cheese over at White Castle. I'm not a fan of cheese in my hamburger. I get really odd with stuff like that. I love mushrooms. I love them on a steak. I'll eat mushrooms raw. Do you have any food group like that? But then put it on a pizza and I can't stand it. It's public enemy number one. Peanut butter is one. I can do peanut butter on certain things. I like peanut butter on toast. I don't like it on plain bread. I don't like peanut butter on noodles. Like they have Thai, Thai peanut. Peanut butter, peanuts do not go on pasta. I agree. I've, I've never even heard of that before. You're not very sophisticated. This is I'm, this audience is very sophisticated. We're worldly. We're going to introduce you, Johnny Rage, to more things in this world. Now, you're right about things like raisins are a big one. Yeah, in terms like, of how, like, wh- like where raisin- do you like them? Certain foods, what do you like sometimes? I mean, but th- isn't that the oddest thing for me to like mar- uh, mushrooms but not like them on pizza? Yeah, and it also has to do with the, the thickness of things, too. Like, I, I enjoy the Toll House cookie, they like to call them, the chocolate chip cookie. Mm, nummy. But I don't like when they do the cookie pan, you know, they make the thick pan of them. Oh, yeah, more of a brownie type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that, because you have to have the crispness of the cookie. Mm-hmm. It has to do with pasta, too. Isn't it weird? All pasta is semolina flour, more or less, right? Okay. Hard, hard durum wheat, if you get the cheaper stuff. But semolina flour, but just by the thickness, it tastes completely different. Yeah. I'm just, as you're talking, I'm just kind of going through my mind. Another thing, I love pickles. I love to grab a pickle out of a jar, eat it, the crispiness of it. But when you slice them up into little pieces and put them on my hamburger, it's the first thing I throw off the hamburger. I do not like it. Like you said, it's probably the thickness because when you eat a full pickle, there's a crunch to it. But when you have a pickle on your hamburger, it's just kind of a slimy thing. There's no real well, reason go, for it. Go, yes, the burger, see, what my uh, pet peeve is. I have many pet peeves. What's your pet's name? Well, here's the, 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 my pro tip is please have your pet peeves spayed and neutered, please. As uh, oh, the yeah. Bart, um, uh, Bob, Bob, Bob Barker. Thank you, Bob Barker would say at the end. With, with the hamburger, I don't like the bun gets soggy. And no one likes soggy buns. You we, mean because the pickle's on it? Well, everything. We're just talking about the sogginess. The burger, like they put this greasy burger on there. And then they get, and by the time you get it out there, it's all soaked through the bun. So you need like a, like lettuce. You might not like lettuce, but it's powerful to insulate and waterproof, greaseproof, if you will, the bun so the grease doesn't soak through from the burger. So theoretically, you should place some sort of barrier between the bun and the meat. Dags, we need more bridges versus barriers. Remember that. I will remember you're powerful. You're very welcoming. You you want to bring everyone together. What? <laughs> Nothing I do. I just wanted a kumbaya moment where we're just a moment of silence and we reflect. You you did have a moment of silence there. You had that powerful dead air there where you just sat there like a... No, I was just watching you and just looking at the wisdom that you have. It is, isn't it? <laughs> You're just so... I should be on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> That's very regal, very powerful. I was at Mount Rushmore. Have you ever been there? No. You ever have a desire to go? No. I, 
I would rather just have someone go there and tell me about it. <laughs> the lazy man's way of traveling. Well, that's what YouTube is all about. If you ever want to see anything, there's YouTube on everything. But Speaking of good-looking faces, yes, you debuted the powerful Instagram picture of Johnny Rage rocking mm-hmm. the microphone. Everywhere I went. I'm sexy and I know it. Everywhere I went, they, you know, the little kids, hey, mister. They yeah. pull down on my jacket and say, Johnny Rage, I know. It's the rage. Yeah. What is your experience? I mean, when you, people you interact with, when you unleash that photo of you, how did, what kind of reactions did you get? Well, I go out in the general public and a lot of people knew who I was. And I just stopped for a moment and think, wait wait a minute, this is White Castle. They they do know who I am. (laughs) So uh, it's huge though. When you got square jaw lines and broad shoulders it's <laughs> pretty broad you know just uh so if, bow bow so if you if you guys want to see that powerful picture of johnny rage you must you will follow us on instagram amish baby machine on instagram and also if you want to interact with us the most powerful easiest way is to follow us on twitter you should follow us on twitter at Amish B Machine, Amish the letter B Machine. The best way to listen to this show is iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please go to iTunes. Please subscribe. Also, leave us a powerful review. Five-star reviews are the best, and we welcome them. Stitcher Radio is another app. It's available on all devices. Please go there, leave us a review. Normally, you say that there's some cool thing that they get. Isn't it White Castle hamburgers, uh, coupons, if they go to iTunes? We should actually go to White Castle and get them to sponsor this powerful podcast. And oh, then, that'd be huge. Then I will unleash as many coupons. Is it coupons or coupons? That's a great question. I say coupons. Some people say coupons. Um, I don't know. We both, they both mean the same thing. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Well, last week, Johnny Rage, you challenged me because that's very popular now, the all the challenges, mm-hmm. you know, the ice bucket challenge. Mm-hmm. I did the liquid nitrogen challenge. It didn't work out so well. Mm-hmm. Things started busting off. But I enjoyed the movie that you told me to watch. Games, is that right? Well, I'm getting hungry. Yes. Uh, but it was actually Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. So what was the premise? Is some girl and the little thing and what was it? Yeah, they have their, they come from an old little colony and they're depressed little territories. They're under government dictatorship and... Once a year, uh, they each get to pick a person from their colony who is sent then to like the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl of this nature is you have to try to survive and be the last person. Yeah. All I could think of is the powerful running man with Arnold Schwarzenegger surviving the game with Ice-T. Now, those are fine films. This is a kid's book. It, the cut of, I don't like all the Willy Wonka stuff with the makeup and the hair. They could have cut that out. They could have- The Hunger Games! <laughs> Just go right to the forest and shooting each other. Yeah, it wasn't so my cup of tea. So you prefer that it was like a fifteen-minute movie, and that would yeah. have been it. No, it's just you know get to the get to the action. Did, did you enjoy it or not? No, you didn't even like it. No, it, if I was a kid, it's like for twelve. Well, yeah, it's like twelve-year-old kids movie. It's not twelve-year-old kid movie. It happened to be picked up by the millennials because they're cool to what's new and innovative. So they're the ones that spotted it and loved it, and then the mom and dads all followed behind and agreed with them. On this one, it's not a kid movie. I mean, this isn't the like, mo- the movie was made. It's a young adults book, right? It's a kids movie. Yeah. No, this is a movie that was for all all ages. It was rated G. Kind of like whenever you get a game and they always rate it for ages four and up. I have to tell you something. When I was three, I played a game that was meant for a four year old. Is that bad? I think it was Monopoly. I'm not sure but I shouldn't even be revealing this. Have you ever played a game you're not supposed to be because you weren't the legal age? (laughs) Anyway. The Hunger Games. No, it's The Hunger Games. (laughs) No, No, it was just a kid's movie. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was the only thing worth watching in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. I cannot recommend the movie. It was good if, like, you were some kid and, you know, you're a teenager and you watch it. But for a powerful alpha male like me, no. Well, if you're going to do that and disagree with me, I'm just going to pull a Trump on you. Uh, I'm not taking, I don't want to hear anymore. You're a fake movie reviewer. Um, no questions from you. What you say is a bunch of garbage. You're overrated. And we don't want to hear about your movies anymore. No, if you want to watch a fine mil- film about the same basic subject matter, Running Man, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because it was from the 80s. How do, what if I told you this was actually... And Jesse the, Jesse the Body was in it, too. Yeah. Dyn- well, Dynamo, powerful characters. I don't know. I, I disagree. I, I, I enjoyed all three Hunger Games. Um, Richard Dawson was on there. I mean, it was great. Wonderful movie. Okay. Well, you know, I, I did see that years ago. Perhaps you should re-see it. I might have This to, will be your assignment. I, my assignment will be to watch the running, um, the Hunger Games. Yes. The Running Man. So I'll do that. Okay. And you should do the Running Man Challenge while you watch it. Wonderful movie. I cannot recommend Hungry Games. Was not my cup of herbal green tea. Oh, boy. Okay. Now, I was watching the news and I noticed looking through the internets that, you know, my powerful... Uh, observation that trump is going to bring back the 80s yep we hear it every time so uh bono the is he the son of sonny bono bono he he, he okay is, yes they're gonna redo they're gonna tour again with the joshua tree album okay because they're trapped in the 80s too obviously they're not making new right, music right. they're just gonna replay it your mission is coming together here. yes and yeah. they were complaining about trump and they said it reminded him of uh boner that's a lead singer's name boner of U two. It reminded him of Reagan in the 80s. So once again, I am on the wavelength of Boner well, from now, YouTube. I don't, I'm not following. Who, the, whole, the whole thing. You know, I know your thing about the 80s and Trump's going to bring you back to the era that you have never left. Okay? Yes. But what about you, what about you two? What are you, what are you saying? You two is upset. They, they might want to postpone because they're so stressed out about the Trump election and everything of what's going on. So they, they mentioned Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan and all that rage they had back then. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're making an analogy of the eighties rage from Reagan and, and Margaret Thatcher to Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just said, that just shows the powerful observations I had about the eighties and Trump. You're a regular Nostradamus. I mean, you kind of, you're predicting this stuff and it's happening. You know, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. A thousand years from now, they will, they will do powerful writings about my premonitions and. What do you think about Hollywood wanting to uh, go on strike? Everybody, oh, costume makers, please. I mean, what? What? Are you... Now let me ask you this: We've uh, we've talked about the NFL, football. It's the like the monopoly, basically, of football. Mm-hmm. Now Hollywood is basically the monopoly of filmmaking, correct? Well, in, basically, right? I mean, unless you want to count the studios that do the Godzilla flicks yeah, over in Japan. Yeah, and there's there, <laughs> there's there's Bollywood, but generally Hollywood drives yes, everything. Yes, yes. So we're talking about um, boycotting. Do you think that this could be an end for independent filmmaking? Because I'm always wondering a little. Breaking away little bits like we talked about soccer and the NFL. We talked about Coca-Cola and other beverages. Do you wonder if Hollywood, if they complain enough, if they bitch enough, that there might be a way, a, a new wave? I understand, Grasshopper, what you're asking the almighty one here. Um, that's a difficult – Hollywood is so entrenched with uh, – they've been around since – when did Hollywood evolve? Back in 1915 or something or 20s? Well, they had the you know the black and white, and then the talkies, yeah. and okay. But see, here's the deal: Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, so that tells you more people voted for her than voted for Donald Trump. So there is a majority out there, but that's do- not. But that's not how the election works. It's the electoral college. I understand. So that. they, so New York and L.A. doesn't push the whole country's. Agenda. I understand the concept, but the point is, the majority did vote for Hillary Clinton. If all the votes were authentic. If it, was, if it was one man, one vote, or one woman, one vote. Yes, but my point is, so that tells you the, the majority thinks like possibly Hollywood. Um, if you had, if Trump would have won by a landslide with electoral votes as well as uh, the popular vote, then maybe Hollywood might be scared, however I doubt it. But because of how the election played out, no, I think Hollywood is safe, and, and they're taking pop shots at him, and that will be their job, as Meryl Streep did during— uh, But Ronald Reagan won in a landslide. But they didn't go after Reagan like they have Trump. 
Ronald Reagan was part of Hollywood. He I'm was. actually amazed he's Republican. He was. Well, he converted. Right, but I'm amazed he was in, as conservative and as popular as he was because he basically embodied Hollywood. Well, there was the movies. There was the Top Gun, which is a very pro-military mm-hmm. movie. There was Red Dawn, powerful film. Very, I just saw that a couple of days ago. The the remake or the original? The original. Yep. How did it hold up? You know, I just it held up well. I I enjoy the storyline on that. Um, it kind of reminds me of a show that you told me to t- to watch on um, Amazon Prime. Man in the Castle. I got bored with that. Uh, Man in the High Castle on Amazon Prime. Um, you described the re- reason I connect those two because Red Dawn, the Russians come in, they kind of take over the United States or try to anyway. And then the young boys try to, the Wolverines try to fend them off up in the hills and, and do a remarkably well, remarkably well job uh, for uh, the most part until the bitter end, of course. But then the Man in the High Castle is about the Germans and the Japanese splitting the United States because they actually win World War II. And I thought it'd be cooler. I thought, oh, that'd be really cool to watch. So I jumped on that. And I got bored. There was too much thinking and plotting and twists in this. And I'm like, oh, this is entertaining. I'm going to agree with you. The premise was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just think about think of all the stuff that you could do. Right. All the subject matter. You know, I mean, all the, the stories you could write. So I agree with you. It was a little too talky. They mm-hmm. should have had way more action. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just a long, dragged out. Um, I, I, if you watched it from the very, very beginning... Maybe you can follow it, but it's did, not the tape of... What, did you watch... How many episodes did you watch to start from the beginning? I don't even think I got through one. That's how bad it was. But the first one? I don't even remember. I, I'm assuming it was the first one when you go to Netflix... Or excuse me, Amazon, and you push... But it, they, they didn't set it up. I don't know if they were just going to over did time. Did you watch season two, do you believe, or the first season? I thought it was season one. How many seasons... Isn't it... Does it have a season two? Has it been on that long? I believe it started up again. I haven't got okay. to it yet. Maybe I got to give it another. What I was the commer- story? How did the story start out? Oh, it was. I don't recall. I just it lost my attention so quickly. Well, that was a wonderful review. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what is going on in your brain? I mean, you just like it's like half of it just mush or what? Uh, I can do this podcast with half my brain tied behind my back. Yeah, obviously you did it. Uh, so anyway, that's how he tied Red Dawn and the man, in the high castle together. Uh, Red Dawn though, much more action. You, it sets it up. You can root for the underdog and it has a different outcome than what you might think you want it to be, but great overall, wonderful movie, Red Dawn. I did not see the remake. Did you see the remake of Red Dawn? No, I didn't because originally the remake was going to be about China taking over the United States. China? Then everyone got real scared, and they changed it to North Korea because it's too offensive to have Chinese taking over. There was that other movie, too, and I'm going to reach for your depth of knowledge, where um, they go over to North Korea, and it's a comedy, and they said it was um, too offensive. North Koreans got mad. It was... um, the actor. S- Seth Rogen's movie. Yes, you mean? thank you very much. I knew you knew. You you have such depth of knowledge, and you just. Don't... And then they had the fake story about them being hacked. Remember? Yes. The, the Sony story. So they said, "Yeah, it was." Ugh. What do you think about North Korea with uh, the dictator himself saying that they're close to having ballistic missiles that can reach the United States? It's going to be a crazy world, man. Back to the eighties. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We have Russia. We have us moving tanks into Poland the first time in many years for the Cold War going on again, reboot. What if this is all some simulation in my brain right now? This entire, everything is just my brain playing out a simulation because I want the 80s to come back. (laughs) Well, it's not because we're all witnessing it with you. If it was happening in your world and your world alone and you were telling us this, but it really wasn't happening, we'd say, Dags, you're cracked, man. But you don't know because you're in a food coma from all your white castles. So, Good point. Yes. What's wrong with being in a food coma? If you're going to be in one, why wouldn't that be the exactly. one? Exactly. <laughs> no. so. I'm all about the carbohydrates. I'm so, all about the carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. Go get them. Now, on the last episode, you talked about we, you were going high tech 
as you uh, shuffle your powerful notes. Those yes. are powerful notes. It's kind of cool when you do that on the desk. I know, the I know. Desk. And in the news here, we're going to talk to you about Sling TV. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. You were talking about you were going to cut the cable. Well, that's a broad, that's a term now that the millennials are, or everybody's using to get rid of the high prices of DirecTV, Xfinity, all the above. And there are now alternatives that make this possible. There's PlayStation Vu. There is Hulu TV. But the one that I thought I would try, because I'd love to cut my cable cord, Sling TV been on the market, I think, for about a year. And what I like about that is the most powerful things on TV are the sport sports. Minnesota Wild, not so much football because football is on free TV, over-the-air TV. What do you mean powerful? What are you because, the, because people realize that there's not a lot of live television watched anymore except for sporting events. That's why Fox Sports North holds so much power because that when you watch the Wild game, you're probably going to watch it while it's playing. Not too many people will go on demand and rewatch a wild game because you already know the results. Okay. Um, whereas if you have a the man in the high castle, for instance, you don't care when you watch that. You watch it at your own leisure, leisurely play, pace if you even do watch it. So sports are like the last frontier of live television. And DirecTV and Xfinity and Comcast all knows this. So ESPN, Fox Sports North, are pretty powerful players in the cable world. Well, now the beauty is Sling TV, which is owned by Dish Network, offers you the Minnesota Wild and Fox Sports North. So now this is a real opportunity for people to actually cut their cable because that's one of the main reasons people keep cable is for live sporting events. But obviously you have to have your internet connection. You do have to have your internet, correct. And I know a lot of providers will charge you more if you don't use their cable service, if you don't use their television service. Um, well, no, uh, they will charge you more. Well, there's a bundle. Correct. The bundle. The, the, so they force you to have a, <laughs> you know, the, the, the TV, the phone, they want to push all their products. Exactly. The home security. They want to be able to deliver you pizzas every other Friday. Mm, it sounds delicious. Yeah. And that's why you become a bundle. You look like a bundle. Dags. <laughs> that's why they call it the bundle. They're, you're eating their food. <laughs> Don't make me take another Instagram picture. <laughs> okay, but because I I'll, I will no filter that one. Well, you know, in Europe again, we talked about this last week. You, you say don't don't mention we talked about it last week. We can talk about it again, but it's a la carte, and it's going to be like that here in the United States soon. You're going to go to your television, and you're going to have apps and networks that you can pick, and you'll be charged accordingly. Because with Sling TV, you can run this for about. You can run it, there's no contracts, and you just get in and get out of the contract. I mean, you just don't even sign a contract, so if you're done with Sling, you're done. And then go try PlayStation Vu. I'm going to give you the cons of it, though. I watched the Minnesota Wild. Con! Con. Um, and the quality is not very good. I have HDTV right now, and I'll tell you right now, the sport that has been benefic- has been most beneficial by HDTV has been hockey. And Sling TV does not have HD TV, and it's like you're watching a game on one of my old television sets. When you say not, it's not 720 even. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is to be honest with oh, you. It's got to be well. So uh, high def is anything 720 and up. Yeah, 720, 1080, obviously well, 4K. Well, no, I don't know how this all works. I'll have to do, but the HD receiver that you get brings you that high definition quality. Okay. It's not your television. Your television has to have the ability. Well, you have the source, and then the problem is it's compressed to s- send it. You have these massive files. You have to compress it, and then you have to decompress it. So actually, you know what's an actually very good picture is if you- Wait a minute. Is me on the Instagram from last week. Yes, but don't. Okay. I'll, I'll take another picture and show it without the filter, so okay. don't force me to. Okay. But if you, if you watch TV with a, an antenna- and watch the raw, you get the raw digital feed, you actually get a really nice picture because it's not compressed. We call that an over-the-air antenna, A-O-T-A. Yes, and by the way, Sling TV, one of the difficult things with Sling is it doesn't offer you your local stations, so you have to go out and buy that Muhu Leaf or whatever antenna you want to use. Sling TV has now created, or they're working with the creator of Muhu Leaf to have an all-in-one antenna that picks up sling and your over the free over the airwaves televisions all in one box with one um uh, controller 
But you always talk about laziness. I think that's the problem why or thing why cable stays is because people just have one source and they don't have to jerry rig all these devices. Well, no, that's what this device is going to change. No, but you're saying it doesn't have local channels. No, no, no. You didn't hear what I said. With Sling TV is working with the the Muhu Leaf who makes over the airwave antennas. Um, for people that don't have cable, they have created the system to combine everything. Now you don't need the antenna because this box will pick up your over the airway channel and sling TV all in one. Yeah, because that's the problem. And it seems to be the problem is too when these young upstart companies get gobbled up by bigger companies and then it becomes just the, the Leviathan again. You know what I mean? Like Instagram gets bought up by Facebook and Apple TV will buy something up. So the problem is with these little devices, it seems like they eventually get gobbled up anyway. And I don't want to have to jerry-rig everything. I want one device. So if you're saying this one device will show me everything plus local television. Well, that's the key because there's a lot of good programming that on, on uh, that a free antenna over the airwaves, OTA, antenna will get you like... Me TV. Yeah, I love so, Me TV. He's I like, love it. So you Andy Griffith show? I love Me TV. You could get... Um, there's And there's other ones as well. Um I think TV Land is also on there now. That used to be on cable. That's now on uh, oh, just free. Television. You know, it's funny you always say I'm trapped in the 80s. You're trapped in the 60s <laughs> watching TV Land and my TV. I just want to be trapped in a convenience store with little Debbie snack cakes, okay? That's God, all I want. how long would you survive? Oh. What would you go to first if you were trapped in a convenience store? That's what, a great question. Trapped in a – that should be like a, a reality TV series. You talk about 70s show. There was a powerful show – in the 70s where this guy was trapped in like a mall overnight and they locked him in there and they had like guard dogs which is cool they had guard dogs and he went into like a what if i didn't see this? he went into a, a sports sporting goods store and had like a bow and arrow and it was it's a wonderful show do you remember who the lead actor was i can if you want to keep talking i can look it up on the internet here keep talking that's something that i love it when somebody says that to me most people I, tell me to y- shut up yeah it's a, it's a, the I know who the dude is, but just keep talking and I'll, I'll look well, it up. I, I don't know how important it is if we find out. That's very important. It is very important. But, you know, while you dig that up, I'll continue with my Sling TV. Um, I'll tell you what, if you're a millennial and you're a college student and you don't have a lot of money, Sling TV, I would give you with 100% certainty that that would be a, a great program for you to, to go to. But if you're used to your ultra high definition television, especially for sporting events, I would not recommend sling tv because you are going your the quality of picture is just horrific until sling tv can actually get hd i don't know how many uh, like i said the older generation all of us um old people um probably aren't going to cut the cord yet but uh, like i said if you're young you're on a budget or you're not used to the direct tv ultra high def then sling tv is a great option or even try playstation vo now, with that, I talked amongst myself. Did you come up with uh, the name? I of- did. It's called Trapped. Who's the actor? That's my big thing. Yeah, the actor is James Brolin. James Brolin from yep. Hotel Fan. James Brolin starring uh, Susan Clark, Earl, some no-name dudes that we don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's this dude. Let's see if we can get the trivia plot summary. You can't have told us. He's, he set it up. He's in the yeah, mall. Yeah, synopsis. What, or, does he like fall asleep in the mattress department and wakes up at midnight or what? Uh, Chuck Brenner and his daughter, Carrie, shop for a hard-to-find Billy Joel doll at Noonan's department store. Chuck's ex-wife, Elaine, arrives to pick up Carrie. They argue. Chuck's not happy that she's moving in with Carrie to Mexico City. Night-night with Dave Moore, blah, blah, blah. Cashier tells him the doll is out of stock in the store, but... Having one sent by messenger from the warehouse. Uh, let's get to it. Okay. Um, noticing the store sign says smoking is only allowed in restaurants, lounges, and restrooms. He heads to the men's restroom. Inside, he's attacked by two young thugs. Mm. Chuck fights back but is knocked out cold Ooh. with a blackjack. Ooh. They don't use blackjacks anymore. What, what, what blackjack? What is that? It's basically just like a lead thumper. That you whack someone over the head with. Okay. They steal his watch and other valuables before locking him inside one of the stalls. Mm. Okay. But they but they leave the doll. Okay. Elaine meets David at the VIP lounge at the airport, blah, blah, waits for her father. Store closes 
and uh, the guard dogs are set up. Yeah. Release an extremely aggressive attack dogs on each floor after erecting tall barriers at the escalator. Yeah. God, this is cool. Yeah. Just a great show. Yeah. I'm going to need your kids to watch it. It is called Trapped. Okay. 1973. I find it odd that you find that that plot is so gripping and yet uh, Hunger Games. You're like, they could have taken this out. They could have taken I mean, while you're describing that movie to me, I'm thinking, well, they could have taken out the doll thing out. They could have taken this. No, that's, Let's just get to it. Let's just wake up in the middle of the no, night because we fell asleep no, that's, on the mattress. And now we're like, oh, were they? Oh, shit. We're in the middle of a department store. It's but, James Brolin, for God's sakes. He's, I know. He's a powerful alpha he male. He is. But what store would you want to be locked in? Do they have alpha males anymore? Telly Savalas? Who loves your baby? Wasn't he great? He was good. God. Yeah. What department store, where would I be locked in? Let's get back to your uh, convenience store, though. So you're locked in the convenience store. Yeah. What where would, would you, I go to Yeah, what would you Cash register, <laughs> probably. The, yeah, but, but you have to survive. But here's the deal. What is, cash doesn't do you any good if you're locked inside. Yeah, but you know, here's the deal with convenience stores. When I was a kid, remember stores would actually close and have hours? Does anything close anymore? 7-Eleven. That's why it's called 7-Eleven. But they're even open. open. They're even open 24 hours. So 7-Eleven, that's open 24 hours. It's so called 7-Eleven because originally it started. 7-Eleven got Slurpee Rock cups. I know. Do, 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 do. God, I wish I had those Slurpee Rock cups. <laughs> Slurpee Rock. But that's my point. Peter, do you even need a lock on a convenience store? You can't get locked in a convenience store because they never close. These doors cannot be locked during business hours. Exactly. You know that. <laughs> that's correct. Now, so you're in the convenience store. <laughs> yes. You're locked in there. What do you go to first? Probably the... Uh, probably if they've got those roller bar, those roller grills that they put the hot dogs on, I'd start with it looking for an egg roll. I'd be sniffing around for the egg roll. Taquitos? I you don't do like those. You don't do those. I do not like those. Now, you, you do the wieners. You would enjoy the wieners. I would enjoy the wieners. Yes, you enjoy the wieners. <laughs> yes. Now, do you like, would you go to the bigger, the Polish sausage, the hot dog? Would you go to that first or would you enjoy the smaller wieners first? No. I mean, I, would you have to work your way into the I, bigger I, wiener? I, I like the uh, um, skinless um, um, brats. Okay. Brats. Okay. Yeah. I'm a brat guy. Why are they spelled brats when it's pronounced brats? Well, in Germany, it's bot. Okay. Yeah. There's Kermit. It's one time. No, that was my cool generic German guy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? We've played Battlefield before and when you're on the German team. Yeah. God, getting stabbed in that is so violent, isn't oh, it? Oh, do we have to talk about that again or have we no, run, but has what's, it run its course? No, store. Let's go back to the store. store. You're in the store, you're locked in. Okay. Can I pick my store? Does it have to be a convenience store? I've always wanted to get locked in Fleet Farm. No, we I I want to do the food thing. Okay. Okay. You're right. locked in the convenience store. Okay. Yep. Locked in the convenience store, roll with probably a egg roll first. Um, then I'd ro- probably roll down uh, the the egg roll, probably make me thirsty. I'd probably have two egg rolls, by the way. Look for some sweet and sour sauce. Run over to where all the cold drinks are and probably start with a, a, a Diet Coke, maybe a tea. Hashtag irony. And then Diet I would, Coke. Then I would go look for my uh, um, zebra cake or oatmeal pie. Really? Yeah. Then I would probably go behind the counter and look for some uh, lotto tickets and just start scratching, looking for those winners, you know, and then stay in the store until I found that $100,000 winner that nobody ever wins that they claim is there. I'd take it, hide in the back room. So when they open up the door, pretend I was in the bathroom when multiple people came in and walked out with my $100,000 ticket. Wonderful. What food would you bypass? What would you not eat? Gummy bears. Can't stand them. You don't like gummy bears? No. Gummy worms? Gummy worms. Anything gummy, bears. gummy. Yeah. No. Wouldn't do this. This uh, Gummy is not yummy is what you're gummy saying. Gummy is not yummy. No. Combos. Do you enjoy the combos? Uh, if somebody else has them, yeah, I'll reach in and grab a couple of them. Okay. Yeah. Would you do the small containers of Oreos? They always have those cool small- Four pack con- or yeah, something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could be talked into that. But my, you know what? The oatmeal pie though. Oh, man. Oatmeal pie- in zebra cake i'd probably have that is your go-to that is the go-to yeah did you watch the golden globes awards i did a little bit bits and pieces i'm not a big fan of movie stars getting accolades for something they love to do and they're overpaid to do it to me there's no reason it's just like a uh, an mvp for us um a sports sp awards or no the sp awards are different well I'm i'm talking about like an mvp for a guy okay huh go ahead 
Yeah, I don't, especially when it, and then these these Hollywood types, you knew it was going to be a political platform for them. It was all setting up for that. It is even in a down year in politics. And so you knew it was going to happen. It was just, when was it going to happen? And of course it did. But I'm not a big fan of Academy Awards, uh, Grammy Awards, Golden Globe Awards. I don't like when we spend that much time, energy, and focus on people that don't need that. They already get that through the movies that they uh, do. The Grammys are cool, though, because you can hear bands. So that's kind of cool. You can hear whatever, you know, whatever the hot new band is, like, aha, take yeah, on me. Take me home. I still take rem- me home. And then, yeah. Take me home. Can you, I'll is, is be that, you. <laughs> It's cool because I don't know if people think that you're really that dumb or, <laughs> or you really don't know the lyrics. Uh, but I remember the Grammys when Kenny Rogers introduced aha. Uh-huh. Isn't that really? fantastic? Kenny Rogers. Oh, my God. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to hold them. Hold them. Know when to hold them. <laughs> know when to hold them. That's all the lyrics you need to know. Oh, uh, boy. Kenny, Kenny, the gambler. I mean, the gambler, he broke even. And in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when to hold them. You know the song Turn the Page by... Turn the page around. Mm-hmm. Got to be the... Tech. <laughs> Bob Seger, Turn the Page. Uh, I'm just so gifted musically, aren't I? I mean... You know the song Turn the Page by Bob Seger? Yeah. I you Someone said that it sounded like Kenny Rogers singing that, and mm-hmm. it really does. Does so it? So next time you listen to Turn the Page, you know that same old cliche as a woman as a man. Do you know the song I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know Turn, exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I never... Yeah. You know, it's got that real obnoxious uh, saxophone music in the beginning. Yeah. Metallica did a cover of it. Who was the northern Minnesota um, guitarist that won the Nobel Peace Prize? Bob Dylan? What's You know, we never talked about this. What's up with him? He gets the Nobel Peace Prize and he doesn't even show up for it. Doesn't even care. I love this guy. I don't know what his reasoning was, and I don't know if anybody ever found out about it. But he's honored for, and he wins the Nobel Peace Peace Prize, probably the most notorious award there is, right? I mean, that everything pales in comparison. And this guy doesn't even acknowledge it. And they're like, what's up, dude? I love the way he just kind of dissed him. I don't know what his reasoning was, but I hope it was, I have no time for awards. I, I get rewarded plenty for what I do every day. And people always bring up Minnesota. Like, he bailed as soon as he could. Who cares? It's he just, walked through here one day. It's just, we, like, <laughs> it's, it's just like Charles Schultz yeah. was from here, but he bailed, too. Yeah, everybody would bail. I mean, at least Prince stayed here. You know what? And we're loyal. As podcasters, we're going to put Minnesota on the map. Now, you mentioned Bob uh, Dylan. Do you want me to do my powerful Bob Dylan impersonation? Sure, sure. This is Bob Dylan on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Now, going back to the... (laughs) The way your head was moving, I thought you were uh, choking or something. So the Golden Globes, probably what everyone remembers from it is which speech? Well, multiple ones, but of course, Meryl Streep, who has to get the... I was talking about Stallone and Apollo Creed. Go ahead. Stallone, I wrote it. I should have never. Let, why did I ever let you win? He was talking to Carl Weathers. So, so talk about Meryl Streep throat. Well, Meryl Streep, who you know is not a bad actress, I, but you can't say actress. You have to call them all actors. They're all actors. Um, yeah, they got rid of the stewardess and all that. Yep. You know, in, in her own right, uh, a good actress has done a lot, uh, but again, she was paid for every bit of it. I don't see that as difficult work. And I don't think you need to be rewarded when you're paid multi-millions of dollars. So I'm bitter about it. And then they give these gift bag, these gift bags, too. Swag bags. Yeah, and they, they're like loaded, this stuff. Well, the irony is that they have the money to buy all this crap anyway. Right, so why are we giving it to them? It's like when you go to Vegas, the whales, the big gamblers. Yeah. They set them up with everything. Well, they have all that uh, money. all the money. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're going to do anything, set up a the poor bastard that you know goes down there and right. spends his hard-earned right. money. So Meryl Streep, of course, doesn't waste any time, and she gets up there, and she has to, of course, poke fun at Donald Trump. And this won't be the first. It won't be the last. And she talks about how men of power should not ridicule people who are handicapped, making, of course, the connection of when he allegedly um, was ridiculing that uh, Washington Post reporter who was disabled because the Washington reporter claimed, as Donald did, that there were Muslims when 9-11 happened that were cheering. 
And then when Donald said that, he, he said, you can go back to the Washington Post article and see that uh, this is verified with that. Well, that's when he says, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember writing that. You know, and Donald is just doing this in this goofy, not really ridiculing the disabled guy. It's just how he responded to, to try. You know how you do your Kermit voice? It's kind of your go-to. No, I'm not familiar. Uh, Kermit the Frog. But that's kind of Donald Trump's Kermit voice when he makes fun of people or tries to deflect or... or, or um, talk about something he disagrees with he was not ridiculing the disabled reporter from the washington post but meryl streep has to get up there and say her opinion as if she speaks on behalf of me uh johnny rage from minnesota and i will by the way i am from minnesota i didn't bail on you okay she is very dramatic very overly dramatic she should go into acting or something (laughs) johnny rage yes so I was using the phone and I'm trying to take a screenshot. Okay. I just got off of work. You know, I was on break from my job at the food court. So I'm in the restroom and I'm trying to take a screenshot on my phone and it goes, K-sh-t! and I'm in the urinal. Oh no. <laughs> and it goes off. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking dick pics. I'm looking around. So pro tip, do not take screenshots while you're in the restroom. Can I ask a question? Yes. This is not for the fake. This is for the fake news organization. Why are you taking screenshots in the bathroom? I'm taking a screenshot of of all the powerful things on the internet. Okay, so are you like nestled in, bearing down in there? You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm multitasking. Are you a public restroom guy? Are you saying, will I poop in the restroom? Yeah, I, I don't want to say it, but see, yes. I can't. I can't do it in public. I have to go be at home. Do you, do you put do you put like layers of toilet no, paper? No, I don't even get that far. I just can't do it. I get in there and I just I mean I can like be bursting. I walk in the public restroom and I just I can't do it. <laughs> I feel like I'm on stage and everybody's watching me or listening. You know how often you go in there? <laughs> so you have to wait till they hear that they wash their hands and then close the door. <laughs> no, I don't do it. If I do, I am in there in record time. If they had a pooping Olympics, I would be like a star athlete. I don't even place the cheeks down on the toilet and just blast and then get out go I can't now do you use the big handicap one or do you use a normal one well usually the handicap one what's the furthest thing away from everybody yes it's the handicap one. yes yeah that's where i roll i want to be the furthest way i can you know so anyway I, I interrupted no that's fine i'm just pro tip do not take screenshots when you're in the restroom correct so did you guys have a good time today did you enjoy the show johnny rage did you enjoy the show i did yes yes until next time my friends You've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Baby Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.